Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my built to you friend? And welcome back to this week's episode. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the victim mindset and what happens when you buy into narratives that actually don't serve you and you fall victim to your circumstances rather than looking for a solution. And I'm sure that you can think of a time in your life when you just threw your hands up in the air and you're like, God, universe, why do you hate me? You know, life just keeps on life in and things keep piling on and it feels like every bad thing is going wrong and you fall into this victim mindset of poor me, why me, woe is me. And honestly, there is nothing I can stand more than like the words of, oh, this is just the worst year already or, oh, the universe just hates me or, oh, things never go my way. And it's such a pity party. And this is tough love, Mick. Like you are not a victim to your circumstances. You have a moment at any given second to change your perception and to change the narrative and to change how you decide to look at things, you know? And it, it takes work. It takes self-awareness. It takes responsibility. It takes you really spending time with and being aware of the words that you're saying. But being now six, seven years into my personal growth journey, when somebody comes to me or somebody texts me and they are just throwing a pity party, I'm like, can we please stop? Like, can we not? Because that is not productive. And this is like an I love you but moment. You are the person who is going to make or break every single experience that you have. Your words, your choices, the way that you see things, it is going to depend on your perception. And you have, perception is a choice. And I think too, it's looking at our circumstances as all the reasons why you can't. For example, I grew up in a small town. I graduated in a class of 179. I didn't think I was going to come out to anything. I went to a school where you got to play in the sports teams based on what your last name was and how well-known your family was. I didn't come from a well-known family. I didn't come from a big last name. I came from a family of divorced parents and a drug addict for a brother. Like, what do I have to offer? What do you have to offer, Mick? Right? So like, I know that like, I maybe said that a little bit passive aggressively, but truly I thought that I was going to amount to nothing because of where I came from. And the more that I got invested into my personal growth journey, I realized it doesn't matter where I came from. This is my demarcation line in the sand that I'm going to do things differently, that I'm going to create a life like I never saw anybody else create. And I think this is true a lot of times with relationships and family dynamics. It's like, well, I never had that. So how do I create it? And you create it by intentionally seeking out the connections and the opportunities and choosing a different narrative that actually serves you rather than I never saw, you know, happy, healthy parents in a healthy relationship, you know, that actually talked through their problems without screaming and hosting holiday parties to, I want to have a space in a relationship where I feel supported, where we do have holiday traditions. I'm choosing right now to create traditions that serve me rather than what I saw everybody else doing. And I think it can be really, really hard 
to dig yourself out of that deep hole where your head and your neck is so far deep because you're like, what's everybody else doing? I'm just trying to survive out here. And it doesn't feel great. And so I just want to talk a little bit today about how we can choose to do things differently when maybe it wasn't what we saw growing up. And I think the first part there, what I just said is one, the choice, knowing that you have the choice at any given moment to do things differently than what you saw growing up. You know, maybe nobody in your family had a healthy relationship. You have the choice right now to start thinking about what a healthy relationship means to you and what that partnership would look like. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to college and you were the first person who did go to college. You paved that path. You started to build yourself a legacy that didn't look like anybody else in your family did it. So applaud yourself. Maybe nobody in your family has ever been debt-free. They've always swiped credit cards like it was cash. You have the moment, you have the choice in this moment to go and learn and educate yourself on financial well-being and financial wealth and, you know, actually looking at how to have a debt payoff plan and having somebody help you, you know, moving the resources that you need to. So it all starts with a choice to do things differently. And the second part of this is taking action you know, manifesting, taking action and calling in what it is that you truly want and knowing that nothing is off limits. Nothing is too far out of reach. You're evolving and becoming that person in this exact moment because you're here listening to a podcast list about how to break the generational patterns. And I know it's easier said than done. And there are still moments and triggers where I get discouraged, you know, things in my relationship are getting a little bumpy or a little rocky. And it's like, because well, I never saw a healthy relationship modeled to me. And I'm like, that's bullshit because there's so many people in my circle, in my virtual community that I look up to that have really, really admirable relationships that really, really stick out to me and resonate with me and are an example of the direction where I'm headed. And I think that's what's so important is surrounding yourself with people, tools, resources, and community that looks like the direction that you're headed, that looks like the direction that you want to go. So instead of focusing and giving all of your energy into all the things that you don't want or what you don't want your life to look like, really pouring that energy into what you do want and what you do want this to look like. And I think too, that often happens in systems, in workplaces, work environments. For example, let's take the hospital system. It's corrupt. It's broken at so many different levels. I will not disagree with that. But as nurses, we are not victim to a broken system. We do not have to buy into the narrative of traditional medicine. We at any moment have the option to integrate other modalities, other learnings, other education, a little bit of Western medicine, even into your bedside practice. Nobody's telling you that you can't give patient education and resources on how to heal their hormones without birth control. You don't have to have a permission slip to go and teach your patient who's discharging with new diagnosed heart failure on lifestyle and diet changes that they can make. That doesn't require a permission slip from anybody. So you're not a victim to a broken system. You're just choosing to buy into a narrative that doesn't serve you. And so it's Taking this radical responsibility and this ownership of yourself, your life, your intentions, your desires, and knowing that calling in something exceptional does not make you greedy. 
does not make you, you know, sometimes we get in our head, like, well, if I want more then like what I have isn't enough, it's not saying that what you have isn't enough. It's just saying that you're not okay with settling. And I think that there's so much power in giving yourself that permission to chase what you want unapologetically to ask yourself, how could, could, how good could it get? How good could it be for me? How much, you know, how enamored in this life and just high on life could I get if I removed this arbitrary set point, this arbitrary ceiling for myself. And I knew that I didn't have to settle for good, that I could go for great. So you don't have to settle for just mediocre. You can ask for exceptional. You can call in exceptional. You can call in extraordinary and know that that's not asking for too much. That's not saying that you're too much or that you're not grateful for what you have. It's just knowing that you're not building a life built on settling and accepting like so many people do. And I was listening to this podcast the other day by Keisha Fitzgerald, all about gold dipping. And I think it was really interesting to hear the concept of it. You know, she gave the person she had on gave the analogy of taking a silver necklace and dipping it in gold. And over time, that gold is going to chip and wear off. And how often in our life, we gold dip things telling ourselves that it's okay, I'll settle for the gold dipped necklace rather than going and getting the gold necklace. And there's a difference between good and great. It's settling and accepting versus pushing past the barriers, pushing past the setbacks and the roadblocks or the perceived setbacks and roadblocks, pushing past what everybody else is telling you, that external chatter, and really finding that internal misalignment, that internal full body fuck yes. And so you're not a victim of where you came from or what you did or didn't see growing up exemplified to you. You are in such a powerful position to choose to do things differently, to choose to do things your way, to choose right now to go and create a legacy for yourself. And one last thing before we hop off today's episode is I was, you know, purchasing my LLC for my one-on-one and group coaching that I do um, back in about six months ago now. And I was back and forth. I was like, do I name it Built to Be You? Or what do I name it? Like, do I name it The Energetic Nurse? Because that was kind of what I was playing with. And I was like, fuck no. I'm going to name it Michaela Robertson LLC because I'm going to build a legacy in the name for myself. I The Robertson name has never been a well-known name. The Robertson name has always been the bottom of the total bowl, talking about parents that were divorced and a drug addict for a brother and a family dynamic that was broken. And I could have bought into that narrative. I could have said, well, I don't want to own this. I don't want to be a part of this. But instead I said, I'm going to take ownership of this and I'm going to build something really, really epic, not only for myself, but for future generations to come. And I'm not saying like, grandma, if you're listening to this, I love you. I'm not saying that our family name has never meant anything because there has been people that came before us, but I'm talking about in my immediate family, there has never been something that really felt like we were creating a legacy for ourselves. And so I decided that I want to do that differently. I want to create generational wealth for my family, my future family. I want my kid to see my future family to see me leading by example, unapologetically chasing my dreams and creating this legacy for myself, you know, showing them what hard work looks like when you want to do things differently than the traditional mold that you were taught growing up. I want to teach them that things don't have to be traditional. They don't have to be set in stone and procedural and policy-based. They get to be creative and fun and playful. And to me, like, When I feel that so viscerally, so deep in my bones of what I want to create for the future version of me, it all makes sense. It all makes sense why I'm paving this path, 
of doing things differently than the way that I saw them growing up. So use this as your reminder that just because you weren't raised around it doesn't mean you don't have the choice right now to go out there and do things differently. Again, it starts with that conscious awareness, really just being aware of the narrative and the story that you're buying into, and then realizing in this moment, you have a choice, a choice to draw that demarcation line and call in and say and claim, I'm going to do things differently and really starting to ask yourself, how good could it get? What does this look like? Where am I settling? Where am I telling myself that good is good enough? When I know that I actually want great, when I want a relationship that's great, I want a career that's great. I want health that's great. I want a house that's great and finances that are great. You're not selfish. You're not full of yourself. You're not ungrateful. You just know that you were built for a life that's more than what you're currently living. And to that, I say full body fuck yes. Full send. So you know where to find me over on Instagram at Michaela underscore and underscore. And I'll chat with you in the next episode. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.